Let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away and it'll sound like you're sitting in the same room. It's as easy to use as Zoom, but gives much higher quality audio and video recordings. Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a hero platform for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on your first three months of your subscription. That's promo code SHIPIT to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Back to the show. Welcome to episode number 16 of the Talking Blues podcast. I am Josh and I am joined by my two co-hosts, whoa, Alex and Peter. Um, Guys, how are you doing today? I I think before I, even though I asked you already, um, before we start, it is international break. Chelsea uh, don't play till towards the end of the month of November. They're going to be playing against Newcastle United on November 21st is the exact date. So we'll get you a preview to that one uh, near near when it happens um, sometime next week, probably. And um, yeah, so now, how are you guys doing? I'm doing well. Excited to be back with another episode. I'm extremely happy with how we played, that we played really well. I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, I'm doing good. You know, the game's obviously a couple days ago. Um, so kind of reflecting, getting some time to think about it, you know, first thing you look at as a Chelsea fan, at least a modern day Chelsea fan, um, you see how many goals did we concede? We conceded one, Edward Mendy, uh, gets scored on for the first time in the Premier League after 550 or so minutes, I believe something like that. Um, so it's, it's in general, it was a good performance. Obviously, going forward, we had a lot of uh, success in that front uh, four. That attack is really starting to form up, even with Christian Pulisic um, still out injured or out injured again. Um, so I'm really liking what I'm seeing. Hakim Ziyech seems like he's really progressing nicely and joining and kind of uh, molding with the team. Timo Werner obviously looking good as usual. Um, and, and, you know, Mason Mount in there kind of in that Kai Havertz role as Kai Havertz is obviously out with uh, COVID and quarantining. So it was interesting to see him, and I thought he had a good game. Ben Chilwell there on the left-hand side, obviously scoring the goal. Um, I thought he had a good performance as well. So overall, it was a it was a good game. 4-1 win for Chelsea, uh, another uh, or not another, um, sadly not another clean sheet for Edward Mendy. I wanted him to keep it going. It would be so cool, but didn't happen. Uh, Chelsea lined up in the 4-3-3 for this one. Um, a, a few goals, uh, I think, like Alex mentioned, from our defense. Um, Tiago Silva and Ben Chilwell getting one. 
and then Tammy Abraham, and once again, uh, Timo Werner getting another goal uh, with Chelsea. So that's looking to be a really good signing so far. And, uh, yeah, I mean, nothing really else to add. Pretty much just piggybacking off of that. I mean, like what Alex said, obviously, first time in so long when he's given up a goal. But, I mean, if it's that was a good goal and a terrible goal to give up at the same time because there's he had no chance. That was not his fault at all. I would have been more mad if he did something like Keppo where the shot was right at him and he, he couldn't he dropped it into the his own goal. But I mean that was more of a defensive lapse on I think it was Ziech and Conte who went out to mark the short corner and they both went for one person and didn't mark the other runner, which kinda just that kinda just you're expected to score when you get that kind of when like Sheffield gets that kind of situation. So I mean like that's poor poor defensive play from them and I I hope they can figure that out. But I mean, it's one lapse. And after that, our defense played really well. And we didn't really, they didn't really have, they pretty much had no chances the rest of the game. And then it's good to see us after giving up a goal at the beginning, having almost no momentum, being able to come back and then completely destroy them for the rest of the game. Going forward is doing really, uh, we went going forward. We did really well and set pieces, set pieces, are looking really, really good. That's our strong suit. Zuma, obviously, he I don't remember with Timo's goal, he might be leading goal scorer now, but Zuma's definitely up there. Obviously, Thiago Silva getting the goal. We look to be really, really, really dangerous from those, especially with ZH's amazing crosses. Yeah, going back to the goal, we did concede. Um, as you're mentioning, we're very strong going forward um, on set piece, especially from corners and free kicks, but... I'm thinking defensively, you know, the, obviously close to the beginning of the game, we were kind of caught napping there, uh, Conte and Zieka, I think, as you mentioned. They kind of go for the same player, um, and, you know, they just kind of play around us almost, and then they get the goal, not Mendy's fault, as you mentioned. So that was a little bit um, scary, but obviously I think, you know, set pieces used to be a bigger issue defensively for Chelsea than they are now, I think, our Defense is definitely solidified, um, but that's definitely one thing that Frank Lampard is going to uh, have to address on the training pitch. I'm not so sure because I'm, it was it was it was one set piece realistically. I mean, it was it was one play, it was one corner that we gave up, and it wasn't even like we defended it badly. We just kind of caught napping. We didn't necessarily do anything wrong. They did. I think it was more Sheffield doing right than us doing wrong. But I mean, just. It was kind of a lack of communication. They didn't talk. They didn't tell the which say, I'm going to the ball, you stay off and mark the, the corner taker. And that's kind of happened. But, I mean, we've defended Zuma in particular, has defended corners and free kicks into the box very, very well. I think he's up there towards the top of the league in aerial duels one, which is very good because, like, last year, last year I think that was one of our, that was one of our worst things is defending from, from – crosses and corners and free kicks into the box. And I mean, I think that's also partly on Kepa. I think Mendy coming in has helped that because he he goes to get those balls and doesn't stay at net. And he, he commands the box and tries to get every ball that he can. Someone that people don't mention, just real quick before Josh goes, um, just want to make a quick comment. Going forward, you know, you obviously have Tammy Abraham, but defensively he is such a key piece on those corner kicks and free kicks because of his height. Um, so I just wanted to mention that, and I think that also really helps um, defending those set pieces when he's in the lineup. All right, so 
now let's go uh, on to Christian Pulisic. Um, if you want to talk about players who have not been performing for Chelsea, I guess you can talk about Christian Pulisic, um, and that's just because he hasn't been playing. Uh, Christian Pulisic has missed the last three games for Chelsea with a hamstring injury. Uh, the 22-year-old has been linked up uh, with the United States squad for the friendlies against Wales tomorrow night uh, and Panama in Austria next week. So let's hope that he does play and let's hope that you know he'll come back. So, Peter, I want to ask you now, um, do you think Christian Pulisic will be back for Chelsea's game against Newcastle United? No. And I, it's not because of injury. More so, I think it's that our squad has that we've been using has worked so well together that even if he is ready and close to 100%, we'll sit him out and maybe like one or two games just to make sure he truly is fully, fully fit. Because obviously him coming back so soon from injury, that coming back from injury has been a problem for him. So I think maybe giving him some extra time is beneficial, especially since we've been playing super, 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 super well together in this team without him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that he will be healthy by that time, but we've been playing well without him, like you said, and I, I think that giving him just another rest day might help and might work. And, you know, and when he's 100%, you know, we might see him as a sub. That could definitely be possible. Frank likes to do that. We saw that with Hakeem Ziyech on his way back, so he might do that with Christian Pulisic as well. Um, once again, the Premier League table, uh, Chelsea sits in fifth with 15 points. Aston Villa as well as 15 points. Uh, just one uh, plus for or plus one for Chelsea in the goal differential. Chelsea is plus 10, Aston Villa plus nine. Uh, Chelsea's last five games, win, draw, draw, win, win. So let's hope they keep that up. Again, I don't want another loss. Uh, we haven't had a loss in about a month or two months now. And, you know, let, let's keep that up. So episode 16 of Talking Blues. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Go follow us on Twitter at Talking Blues Pod. Um, what else? Go give us a rating and review an Apple podcast of five stars or wherever you listen. iTunes as well, I know, does that. And then subscribe wherever you listen. Keep on listening. We're going to have at least one episode every week, two if needed. Um, most likely one next week. So stay tuned for episode 17. But for episode 16, that's going to be a wrap for it. See you next time. to the all 80s movies podcast i'm bill and i'm jason and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters the flops and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies the 1980s so whether you're a brain a jock a valley girl or a jedi we've got some 80s classics for you do these movies stand the test of time are we discovering something new is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.